0: When life gets in the way, I've got a plan, and I'm okay. When life gets in the way, I've got a plan, and I'm okay. <laughs> Not- not always, right? Have you ever noticed that that the plan typically comes together, like, I don't know, like a day or two after life gets in the way, and then you kind of start to figure it out, and, and then you mess, again, and you, out again, and you mess it up again, and then you figure it out again, you mess it up again, and then you kind of calm yourself, and then you start to be okay until life gets in the way again. That's kind of about it. So that's, this is a really big life getting in the way moment. This is like the biggest one ever. It's the only way I can really think about it. That's how it is. When life smacks you with lemonades or lemon, you have to make lemons, right? Even though right now you'd rather be drinking alcohol. How are you? It's me, Scott Smith, founder, chief motivating officer here at motivation.com. You know what it is, motivation.com. Good to have you today. I will tell you up front that these kind of shows are very difficult to do uh, for people that do what I do, because it takes us time to not just jump and pile on the bandwagon, but to figure out how we can use our talents and what we do to serve you best. And when I walked out of here, I recorded last week's shows, and we'll, I've got some letters to share with you in a minute about what kind of got people a little bit going this week. Uh, only a couple of them, though. I'll, I'll share those with you. But I, rec- I pre-recorded shows and walked out of here, and then everything kind of went crazy. And frankly, uh, the exponential speed of which our lives changed. this pandemic just changed everything so quickly, people got busy. They were shopping. They were you know, hunkering down the whole thing. And, and me, too. I have a business. I have a life, I've had grandkids and the whole thing, and I, I have hundreds of thousands of people that listen to the show, and man, that freaked me out. Seriously? I got to deal with, I did not sign up, I'm the happy guy who just kind of, when life gets in the way, we fix it, right? Okay, stand up, take a step, repeat, let's go, and, and I say really cool stuff in between too that really actually works, by the way. But, this stuff, this is serious business, isn't it? That's okay though, because life is always serious, even when it doesn't feel that way. And so I, I said I was going to wait because I don't have a plan yet. So I sat down and I waited and I was kind of absorbing. I was trying to find out exactly how to handle my freak out to make sure I was here for you to give you the right messaging. And, that was, and you're going to see today, I have a really interesting way of thinking about this. And I'm going to take you through a process with that. And then as we get into the week, I'm going to break it down into strategies every single day and still staying by the number one thing that I do. When life or anything else in the world kicks me on my ass, I look at them. Give a nasty look or a nice smile, one or the other. Yeah, I'll get up and say, uh-uh, better move. I'm going through you, over and around you, no matter what happens. I don't stop. I say, what can I do with this? How? What can I do? How can I make it better? That's what I do naturally. That's when I get out of bed. That's what I do. And that's what you do too. That's why you're here. So we are going to move down a path of taking this craziness that is happening right now that is so serious we can't even absorb it and describe it and understand it. it's way above our pay grade we don't even know why it's here but it is i um, i started the show in crisis i remember we launched a show and i know my, my my first wife Cheryl never um never saw motivation to move what it is today she she died just uh, really just literally a couple of weeks before we launched it but she was the reason it was here i launched this thing in crisis and all i could really do was get out of bed every single day and and just get to the next day that's all i could do and I've done that forever. And then in 2008, it happened as well. And boom, same deal. Everything crashes, gone, burn, bat, boom, got better eventually, right? And here we are now. So this is something that comes and goes to people all the time. Not my first time at the rodeo, but it is mine, like yours, first time at this rodeo. And as I sat back to get perspective on this, I got the perspective from folks who, um, who know me best and folks who've listened to me for a long time and I've been, I have been—I was waiting to hear from them. I'll be very honest, fully transparent. This is an unedited letter. I may just paraphrase it a little bit but at the same time there's three of them and that's all we got out of hundreds of thousands of listeners. Three. Now I know they represent a lot more than three. I do. But I'm so proud that they reached out and said, Scott, let's do something here. I'm also proud that so many others said, let's calm this thing. let's Let's wait. Let's go. So Jeff from Colorado wrote me a note Hey, Scott. Love the podcast. I've listened daily for several years now. Part of my morning ritual waits. Meditation. Scott Logic. I know you avoid controversy subject matter, like politics, which is understandable. However, our world is imploding around us, especially here in Colorado, or at least here. To have zero mention of what people are going through seems odd. Possibly these episodes are pre-recorded. Yeah, they were. Anyhow, I, I think there are probably many more people out there like myself who could really use some guidance on how to navigate this turmoil. He's a rock, by the way. He really, truly is. And This is a real big deal, economically and emotionally traumatic for so many people. For him to write this note, that's so, so, so nice of him. Lynn wrote me just on Saturday morning. Hi, love the podcast. I've listened for the thousands of them and listening for anything this week, addressing how to stay motivated when the world is going crazy. Can't listen to normal daily boosts. It doesn't seem to be relevant in these turbulent times as the world is changing by the minute. I travel all over the world. Things are not normal. Can you tailor your podcast? Maybe I'm missing something? Nope, you're not. I hope you're safe and well. We are. Thank you. Mary wrote, This pains me to write this. I've always enjoyed your podcast. I've found myself to be especially connected, but I have to admit, I may have missed a major announcement that you're not going to address the coronavirus pandemic sweeping the world. It's just a little thing that can shake up your day. I'm on shutdown. I live in Illinois. I'm giving you the benefit of that, but maybe I missed something? No. No, I'm going to address it take some time sometimes to figure out how you're going to deal with things. I wanted to share that with you. And that's all we got. That was it. And I'm sure glad they took the time, like I said, to do that because this is a tough time for so many people. So let's get on and let you know what I want to do about this and how I think you should handle this. And this has worked very well for so many folks around that i work with over the years. And it really was the only place that I could go with this because I just want to let you know if you haven't figured out that we probably ought to deal with the bad news first. Is it okay? Can we do the bad news? We were only in the beginning of this thing. We really are. And I don't know about you, but only in the beginning, that's enough to scare anybody. Now, sometimes the beginning is really excited. Not this time. This is a scary beginning. What's coming? Oh. What's going to happen? Oh. Am I prepared? Yes. That's how I would answer those questions, by the way. We don't know what's coming. We don't know what's going to happen. We can speculate all we want to, but we're not going to know until it's done. I mean, that's all. But you are prepared. You were born prepared. That's who you are. Come on. A life with no challenges only means challenges are on the way. You know that. You have handled every single problem you've ever had. Every challenge that has ever come your way, you've handled it, and you've done it successfully or mediocrely, or, or you just handled it. Yeah, you know, you too? Really? You're going to do it again. You will. By the way, that is really hard to see when life is getting in the way. When the proverbial, um, well, when it's hitting the fan, it is hard to see clearly. So how about some good news? It's a lot less scary when you realize that your response is just beginning as well. Your response to this is just in the very early stages. Right now, you're probably shell-shocked. A bundle of nerves filled with anxiety I don't know lost feeling all of the above fill in a few more send me a note and I'll put them in don't worry you're not going to be that very, be that way very long it's just, it's not going to happen it may be longer than you want to be In anxiety with anxiety it's kind of hard to figure thing, things out and a lot of people are suffering anxiety right now alcohol makes a difference as well Dave Ramsey was talking about that you hear that you can't make a good decision when you're anxious or drunk one or the other stop it well as soon as the weekend's over okay Shell shocked, bundle nerves, filled with anxiety, lost feeling, all that kind of stuff. But it's not going to last very long. You know why I know that? It's not because I'm a smarty pants, not because I get paid more than you, not because I read more books than you, nah, not at all. I just know something. I just know that you and me and we and that guy are all emotional beings. It's a big part of what I live on. I just know it to be the case. In other words, what's the first thing we do? Get excited, freak out, scream, yell, run. Ah! We're emotional right away. You might you, you sit. don't look at me like that. Come on! We're going to die. It's uh-uh. <laughs> not we are. Wouldn't be any fun. Listen, you know people that aren't, well, they're emotional. They just hide it. They just get to the logical part first. They're called boring. That's okay. We need boring people in this world. By the way, did you know that boring is fun for some people? Did you know that? Hmm. We're emotional beings. Eventually, you're going to find a few seeds of logic. That they're going to calm you emotionally. Look around right now. They're right there. You might have found them already. You might have got an extra roll of toilet paper and said, hmm, now I'm good. I don't know. There'll be something. Maybe you don't have it yet. You're still seeking it. But eventually, this, the logic is going to come in. We always do that because when you take emotions and then you check it and ground it in logic, you get a result. And usually the result is something that m- has you make a decision. Now, frankly, if you're not quite ready logically, you might still freak out, so you have to keep looking for that logic. But eventually you're going to begin to find those seeds, and eventually you're going to begin to put it together. It's going to work for you. And you'll see that you'll begin to calm. Now, eventually, by the way, a new temporary normal is coming. Temporary. Some things will stay the same forever. Some things will change forever. But it'll be fine. You're going to ground yourself. Nobody likes change, and when change hits and it's something like this, we freak out. But change is the only constant in life. It always happens, and you didn't plan on this. You would never have chosen to say, let me ask you a question. Would you like to have a uh, a coronavirus come in and change everything about your life? Would you like to say yes or no? It's your choice. You're going to say no. You say yes, I'd have to question you. Nobody likes change, but eventually you just get used to it. That's what happens, and you grind yourself, and you find yourself. And I want you to find yourself during this time. Because you can get complacent with change. If change comes and you didn't ask and you just finally get used to it and say, well, that's the way it is from now on. That sucks. You don't want to be that way. Let's find yourself. Let's find a reason to find some 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 glimmer of hope someplace in here. It's not even hope. Oh well, heck, let's go for the whole enchilada, right? That's why eventually I think you're going to ask the question, what can I do? What can I do? I can't do anything. Eventually you will. Eventually you'll figure that out. I don't care what it is. It it might be, what can I do? Scott, all I got in me is binging Netflix today. You ever expressed any surprise at all that Netflix is still working? With all the people binging right? What if that stops? What are you going to do? I got some DVDs. How about the electric? You know, who knows what's going to happen? So you begin to ask these questions, what can I do? And you start to look for ways to pull yourself out of wherever you are. If you happen to be in a funk, we want to make it funky, okay? Turn on your radio and have some fun. Eventually, what's going to happen is you're going to stand up, you're going to take a step, and you're going to repeat. Now, by the way, I just mentioned, I said turn on your radio and have some fun. And some people might get upset at me about that. It's no time to have fun. It is time to lighten the attitude a little bit. You've got to be upbeat about it. You can you can go out and save the world. You can do your job. You can be extremely serious about what we're doing, and you can still have some fun. Now, that does not mean party on the beach, okay? Don't be doing that. Don't be stupid. But you got to live, right? You got to live. But if you're stupid and I see you on TV, I'm coming after you, okay? I'm gonna, I'm, I literally am going to track you down. Be smart. Have fun with your family and your friends. Keep that social separation, everything you've been hearing about. Do it right. Hang in there. It's going to get better. Make the best of it that you can. A friend of mine, he collects board games. Adam Tease, he'll listen to this show. He's got like a whole room of board games. I'm sure he and his wife are sitting six feet across the table playing games nonstop. But what if you could make this better, by the way? What if you could do it? What if you could stop worrying about rebuilding what you had and and focus on something even better? What if you could do that? Now, 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 What if you could change careers? What if you lost your job? Hmm? Chance to change careers. I just looked online, by the way. There are lots of jobs out there. Have you checked? Walmart? The grocery stores? Lowe's, Home Depot? Amazon? 100,000 jobs? Lots of jobs all over the place. What if you could change careers? Oh, Scott, but I, I i can't do that. Sure you can. Huh? I know when you're feeling down, sometimes it's difficult to have that feeling of, wait a second, what can I do? And then be willing to go do it. Right now, they're looking to hire you somewhere. You could do that. It's a chance. You could change careers. You could do anything. What if for the first time in years, you find yourself with time? Time. I will tell you this, and this is the absolute truth. I work with so many clients over the years, coaching clients, thousands of them at this point, point. and every one of them does not have time to do the things they say they want to do. Every one of them. They get going, and then time gets in the way. The boss calls, the kids call, something happens. They don't have any time. Everyone that succeeds makes the time. You have been given a gift of time. The world has paused. Isaac Newton changed the world. When he had time, Google that, you'll see. You have time to do and think differently right now. Unless you're a first responder. Unless you're working with the government, unless you're working at Home Depot or you're on the road services, things like that. Then you're kind of busy right now. That's okay. I get it. But maybe you're not. What have you found a way to use this massive interruption to invoke the power of creative destruction? Have you heard the concept? Creatively destructing what you don't like. Not blowing it up, not not dis, not just you know, demolishing it, but, but deconstructing it. And then use it to build Life and a lifestyle that you've been putting off for years. You have time right now. You have motivation right now. If you never want to be in this position again, it's time to change. And you have the chance to do it right now. I know it's not easy. I know we gotta think about other people. I know we gotta we gotta care about all those folks who are having a hard time right now. I know all that stuff. But you know what? It's like flying an airplane. The oxygen goes out. You gotta put your mask on first. You gotta take care of yourself right now so you can take care of others and take a breath and calm down and relax. It'll be okay. I promise that. It's not going to be easy. It's never going to be easy. You know why? It's never easy to focus when all you want to do is be distracted. Boy, you're distracted right now. So am I. So it took me about nine hours to make this podcast. It usually takes nine minutes. Distracted. To work on my head game. Decide where I wanted to be. Just a little bit on the tough love side, just a little bit on the encouragement side, just a little bit of the inspirational, the motivational side. But at the end of the day, I wanted to make sure that I do what I do best and what I'm born to do and what I will never stop doing and what I'm just wired. I couldn't stop if I wanted to. I get out of bed every single day, no matter what hits me, no matter how much life gets in the way and life always gets in the way. Always gets in the way. I go, okay, didn't see that coming. See what I can do with it and go figure it out. So from this day forward, you and I are going to use a catalyst. This is going to be the catalyst. We're going to use this experience we're all having right now to drive us to build a better world. A better world for you if that's, if that's all you care about. A better world for me if that's all I care about. For the common good as well. You have to have a little bit of that in there. We're going to use this experience to drive that. We're not going to let it, we're not going to let it put it down. I was out walking my dog the other day. I was feeling awfully blessed. as I, I'm fortunate to have 12 acres. And I've got about six acres that are wooded. And some of the past residents here have cut trails and horse trails back there. And I have gone back and expanded and maintained them over the past couple of years. And I've taken to walk my dogs every afternoon. I take them in the pasture. I said, guys, you for a walk in the pasture? And I walk them through all the pastures and around the pond, and they go past the alpacas, and they all look at each other. And then I take them out back, and they wait at the gate because they keep the gate closed and I open the gate. And I let them kind of run back there and stay on the trail so they don't get in trouble. And I'm walking back, there and I'm kind of freaking out, knowing i got to talk to you. This was last Saturday night. And I finally said to myself, wait a second, I need a way. I need a wrapper. I need something to put this on. I need something to drive me. And I started to smile a little bit. And I said, oh, I got it, I got it, I got it. The dogs continued to the walk. They didn't know what was going. On. All they knew was her dad was walking behind them, talking to himself, That's which is pretty common. But in my woods, right? I can talk to myself if I want to. Just kind of working it out, figuring out, feeling blessed. And to be honest with you, I think about all the folks who are in apartments or in small small homes and or have no home, no place to go. I'm thinking about them. I'm thinking, man, I'm such a blessed guy. So I ran back in. I came in the kitchen, and I'm talking. My wife doesn't answer me. She probably thinks I'm talking to myself, and I was, but now I was trying to talk to her. I said, hey, what do you think? This one or that one? She goes, what? So I told her, this one or that one. She said, what? I said, I'm tired of coronavirus. She said, well, okay. I said, no, no, it means that we're going to use that word because that's what it is, and we have to know what it is. We have to have a label on that so we can go fight it, right? But I need something else. I need something that will drive us. I need to call it the Corona Drive Us. Maybe the Corona Thrive Us. Which one do you like? And suddenly my attention shifted to driving and thriving. It shifted away from sitting on the couch and watching Netflix. It shifted what can I do? It shifted into that internal motivation that we all we all look for. They started the show with a piece of a jingle. I wrote this so long ago. When life gets in the way, I've got a plan and I'm okay. Hmm. Who knew we'd need it again, huh? But it gets better. It gets a lot better. And we may be still in the planning stages to deal with our life getting in the way moment. But that will pass. The storm will make you stronger. You will find a way. You will rise above where you are right now to wherever you want to go, and that's completely up to you. You will drag yourself kicking and screaming to get there and others as well, and I will do my part with you along the way. We're going to do it starting tomorrow. When life gets in the way, I've got a plan and I'm okay. Standing tall and feeling proud.